Welcome to Critical Hit. I'm Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Last time on Critical Hit. There you go. Sam gets a dollar. Good job, Sam. Uh, <laughs> last time on last time on Critical Hit, Rodrigo was running a game for us. Uh, this mm. time it's Brian's turn to run a game. And Brian, what do you have in store for us this time around? I figured we'd uh, take another crack at uh, Sentinel Comics role-playing game. Uh, since now Ooh. the full book is out and we can make our own characters and uh, get more of a shake and see how uh, this feels uh, with doing our own thing. I I like this. Now, uh, I'll be honest, uh, I don't have the full manual, but I was going through some of the other materials that are out there and available online. And I forgot how much fun I had playing this when we were doing the um, the pre-built uh, starter set. So I'm kind of excited to see where we're going to go once we create our own characters. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm interested to see where this goes, uh, what kind of characters we come up with here. Uh, as this uh, game is uh, somewhat influenced by early uh, superhero role-playing games, uh, such as uh, Marvel Heroics uh, Phase Rift system, there is the option where you can do a semi-random character creation. Uh, some mm. people here have uh, gone through characters and made them, uh, but uh, you can just choose your options as well as you go through. So if you don't want like or want to do random, there you have either of those methods. And as far as I'm concerned, you can pretty much dip in and out. If you're not quite sure what you want for a step, you can roll and see what the dice says and see if that triggers anything in your mind. Or, you know, if you don't like the results, just ignore them and take what you want, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, largely because since okay. the constructed method is there, uh, you can just pick according to that method to make your character. So basically those will be the guidelines that will follow. Uh, and what I'm thinking for this game is uh, this is, will be within the world of uh, modern city, but disconnected from Woo-hoo. that particular uh, story. So uh, oh, okay. if you guys Yay. want to hear the continuation of Modern City, uh, you know, get that uh, pledge level up there. Mm. But <laughs> and, <laughs> until then, I uh, figured we'd uh, set this uh, in the Pacific Northwest and the uh, fictional city. I'm thinking uh, the name of Ashport. Okay. Sure. Ashport. Sure. That's cool. I'm thinking uh, probably a little bit uh, higher themed uh, heroics than what we did with uh, Modern City. That seemed uh, kind of in a trending towards more of a street level stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, as you're making characters, you might consider that, you know, there might be more in the way of like alien invasions or, uh, you know, giant monsters crawling out of the sea to attack the city or, you know, bigger. Well, we had plenty of mad scientists in their inventions in modern city too, but stuff like that. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, be going through character creation in this particular episode. Uh, so, uh, generally helps if, uh, well, if you, if anyone here has an idea of what concept they want for a character, we can do that. Uh, or if you want to see where the dice take you, you can just roll and develop a concept from there. Is there anyone that does want to do the uh, random character creation if they haven't already? No one. <laughs> okay, that's uh, fair. willing to kind of go back and forth like you were saying a little bit ago all right i don't have a lot of concrete ideas going on since i've been unconscious for most of the last 36 hours 
That's fair. Uh, did you get the document of the character creation stuff I sent? Yes. All right. Uh, so uh, anyone else, uh, do you have uh, generally a concept? I know that some of you have pretty much built your characters or did completely build your characters ahead of time. If you want to go ahead and uh, give us a rundown of those characters uh, so that uh, other people have an idea of what's already out there. Yeah, so um, I have not played a healer character uh, yet. I've usually played, you know, a tech whiz or something like that. So I wanted to go with someone with a medical background uh, as as the character. Um, and so I figured that my character is younger, probably around, you know, your guys' age. And so my parents watched a lot of NBC television back in the 80s. So they decided to name me Theo Alexander Devereaux. And so I'm just going to go with the uh, lame alias of Tad for now. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah. And so um, as we get into, because I know that there's, uh, that's kind of my rough overall um, character, because once we get into power sources and archetypes and all that kind of stuff, that has to do with the steps. So that's, that's, my, that's my character. Cool. What did Rodrigo come up with? I actually came up with like three separate concepts. Oh, look uh, who's trying to earn points six, with the teacher. But then I whittled it down to three. Um, largely so that um, and so that if somebody's concept ended up taking it in the same general mechanical direction, I could just do a different one. Um, so I have a uh, legacy genius physical powerhouse a retired extra-dimensional transporter, and an otherworldly mystical close combat guy. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't necessarily, uh, I'd be okay with going last, um, and then I can maybe pick one of those and uh, turn it around. But I'll tell you that uh, all three concepts are masked wrestlers, so. It was kind of funny. Oh, oh sorry, go on. I was going to say it was kind of funny in Rodrigo's email because he's like had a little grid in his email and said, oh, here's this guy. He's does this and has this. And then you read his description. Everyone is bold, you know, all cap master wrestler. And so it's yeah. uh, going to be a good time. Um, so I have a concept, um, which is basically an interstellar. Uh, so I get, looking at this would be backgrounds, interstellar and power source alien, because um, I kind of want to be a uh, an alien who's uh, sent to Earth because they're in, in effectively alien witness protection for whatever like the equivalent of the sentinels world for like guardians of the galaxy or other you know space police force that uh oversees things um and then got bored and joined a uh a, a superhero team because they have special abilities that are useful on earth um but i hadn't actually decided necessarily what those abilities were going to be so i figured i could kind of um play it by ear based on what uh what we need as a, for the team oh fair that's neat. Uh, yeah, and we have not uh, actually established any sort of particular organization that covers uh, extraterrestrial uh, relations within the setting as of yet. So we might have to think on that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone could come up with a good like name or acronym, we might plot that in there. Uh, but other cool. than that, otherwise, uh, so Rob, you don't got uh, any concept as of yet? I do not. Uh, right, uh, going through some of the things. Yeah, going through yeah, some of the things. Gonna... I keep hitting the stuff that I've already done previously. That's fair. Not 
for superheroes. Hmm. I mean, there is a whole uh, minion maker archetype. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that one. That's pretty sweet. I mean, it is going to be crazy. one of the uh, yeah more rules heavy options. Involved. Yeah. 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 If you want to play like the oh, most no. complicated thing, is it looks like it's that or the uh, the one that where a or there's three of them that are really really complicated. Well, modular hero where you have like a bunch of different forms, or the one where you're like the Hulk yeah. and you're basically two different characters. Divided, yes. And you notice that like those will come up very rarely if you actually go through the random method. I think yep. that's by design. Yeah, I mean, so is there any uh, particular? Uh, the first step of uh, creating characters is you have to uh, select a background. Uh, is there any particular background if you go through that list uh, that appeals to you there, Rob? Yeah, performer was the one that stood out to me because uh, we've got. Uh, do you remember the urban campaign we played for a little bit in our personal lives where I played like a guar type character? <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, basically that. Uh, that would be interesting. All right, well, uh, as the performer, uh, basically you uh, have a D10 and a D8 that you assign to two qualities uh, from among acrobatics, creativity, finesse, or one of the social qualities, which include banter, insight, imposing, leadership, or persuasion. You can take any social quality or the other three qualities. Yep, or acrobatics, creativity, or finesse. Yeah, we're going with creativity for the D8. And then I'm going to do two. We only get to choose I... one more at this. Yeah. So 1D10 and 1D8 for performer? Oh, uh, are you talking about the roll a D10, D8, D6 for power source? Oh. Yeah, hey. I was just noticing the backgrounds is weird in that it has three, but if any of you look in your uh, the backgrounds, the actual things, it says as two. Hmm. Uh, that is weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we'll go with the uh, description rather than the chart on that. Because it does have just a D10 and a D8, according to the description there. Okay. So just two then? Yeah, a D10 and a D8. We'll go with leadership still then. As the D10. Okay. And creativity. All right. And then uh, at this point, you uh, would also select a responsibility principle. Uh, basically, these will uh, grant you opportunities to use your max die when you're rolling your dice bowl instead of the medium one. Uh, let's see what ones are there. So the list of the uh, responsibility principles, there is the principle of business, the debtor, the detective, the double agent, the everyman, the family, the mask, the sidekick, the team, the underworld, the veteran, or the youth. Is there any of those that particularly uh, jump out at you? Uh, that is... Basically, what these are going to provide is uh, some options for if you want to take a minor or major twist, typically during overcome actions, and also an ability that lets you usually use a max die when it applies to that particular principle uh, in a sort of aspect-esque mechanic going from fate. Uh, Brian, you since Rob doesn't have a very clear idea of where he wants to pick the character, maybe you should pick these last. Unless they fair enough. Unless they have some other, uh, unless they impact the rest of character creation. 
like no, they typically won't. No, yeah, uh, basically well, that, just the background. Work, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, uh, just keep those in mind. We'll come back to it. Does anyone else want to say what they pick for their background, or if they haven't picked yet, uh, see what? Yeah, uh, as I maybe. As I said earlier, I went with medical, so I assigned my D10 to medicine, and then I went with science and technology um, for uh, my technology, a D8, and my science, the D6 on that, uh, because it said uh, select two of the following from finesse, science, technology, or mental qualities. And then my expertise... I went with uh, Principle of Powerless. Uh, let me find <laughs> it here really quick. Uh, let's see. During role play, you value training and hard work over enhanced abilities. You understand how to get things done without powers and how to exploit flaws in powered individuals. And it was the how to exploit flaws in powered individuals that attracted me to this particular principle in that uh, I also have some other stuff later on that may allow me to figure out what what people's uh, deals are. Hopefully. Nice. And so for the minor twist, it says, what temporary injury did you just suffer? And what more serious injury did you just suffer? So I have a feeling I'm going to be kind of the squishy character of our group. <laughs> because as very I was possible. doing my hit points, I'm, I'm very, very low. So yes, my, my idea is I'm here to be kind of in the background healing people and uh powering you up but i don't know if that's going to happen to be honest it's fair so i have a thought yes sir. on my principle uh i kind of want to do principle of the mask where right. that one's pretty cool and so my stage name my stage stage persona, persona and my hero persona are the same mm. and no one outside of like a select band member and possibly my agent know who my real identity is even off stage. <laughs> that is definitely interesting and certainly uh, leads to quite a bit of potential social based twists that may need to come up. So yeah, I think that one sounds good. And uh, that uh, overcome action uh, gives you, Overcome using knowledge of your civilian life and use your max die. You and each of your allies gain a hero point. Pretty much all these will give your allies hero points. Mm -hmm. Which helps in later issues. Uh, Sam, did you, uh, you going with the otherworldly background or do you have another one that you want? Uh, the interstellar background. Interstellar. There we are. Yeah. And I want to assign a D12 and a D6 to two qualities, uh, the information or the mental. Uh, quality categories. Yeah, I was looking back at those, so I'm trying to decide which ones I think would be good. Um, I uh, was thinking maybe like specialized info from information, just like being like from a species that's just more advanced than uh, than humans, so I just know all sorts of random stuff. Um, and the um, and then I was also thinking of like a um, awareness response. I, I, so I'm I'm trying to I'm still kind of like grappling with my what my concept is. Um, I'm thinking maybe like I'm a, I'm a psychic alien. That's fair. And like maybe but, that's yeah. part of why I'm in witness protection is that I you know accidentally read someone's mind and got a bunch of information that's super important. <laughs> 
yeah, that could definitely be uh, neat. And, so uh, one of these becomes a D12, and then the other one becomes a D6. Is that right? Let me double. What are the three die that you had, or did you only have two die? Did you have three dice? D12 D12 and a D6. Cool. Oh, okay. It it sounds like Steven did the three die thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Medical actually lists uh, three in the description: a D10, a D8, and a D6. Oh, interesting. And and how does the? Can you explain to me the the mechanics of the dice and how that works again? Uh, Basically, in this game, uh, when you're uh, rolling, you're going to take three dice. Uh, one from your list of qualities, one from your list of powers, and one from the current state that you're in, which is uh, based on either your health or what the scene. Uh, oh right, like the environment. Yeah, and so generally you're going to roll, and on the typical roll you're going to take whatever the middle one is. So you're going to range them low, middle, high, and take whatever the middle one is. Now your powers and abilities are going to give you options usually to take higher or lower or use uh, your lower dice for other effects. But uh, yeah, the uh, default uh, mechanic is you take the middle one. Yeah, actually, I think I might take aware response and canny awareness, both from from mental qualities, because those just both seem cool. Sounds good. And uh, Rodrigo, uh, which one are you thinking of going with? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with um, uh, this second one. I think I'm gonna go with Nexo, who is the uh, he used to be the guardian of all of of the of the crossroads of reality, which is of course in southern Mexico. Um, and uh, he recently, basically recently, the 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 crossroads like chose or or someone else became the guardian so now he's like basically retired from that job and is now free to pursue other uh other things but you know spent his entire life beating up extra dimensional things trying to come in and uh super powered idiots trying to go out so (laughs) that's kind of what he's good at (laughs) nice and uh, so, are you thinking the otherworldly background? Uh, I was actually. Or is there? I was actually going with retired. Oh, um, retired! There mm. is, yeah, there is a power source that is uh, extra dimensional. So I was going to get mm-hmm. my weirdness from there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And uh, according to the book for that, uh, you have. It uh, looks like two D ten. Two D ten. Yep. Yeah, to two of these qualities, information qualities, and social qualities. So I went with yep. a magical lore, uh, which is an info quality, and uh, imposing, which is a social quality. Nice. Right. So, yep, that's uh, generally the first step there. And also, you'd have an identity principle to choose and apply. Uh, do you know what you want for that? Um, I need to... So, let's see. This is... What is it? Send me to identity. I need to look through them again. Fair enough. Yeah, like as you mentioned, we can definitely come back to that and uh, fine tune those later. Uh, but uh, basically, from origin or from background, we had been uh, pop on the power source. Now, in each of your uh, background listings, it does uh, give you a set of dice that you're going to use to select your powers and qualities from uh, your power source. 
So, for example, for a performer, you get a D10, a D8, and a D6 for a power source selection. And uh, okay. do you know uh, what uh, you want your source of powers there to be, Rob? Uh, I'm leaning towards supernatural. Cool. I think so this is where it starts to get into gets uh, into some of that um, random randomness when you roll those die because. I ended up yeah. with mine. I had some really bad rolls on mine. I think I ended up with <laughs> uh what did I what did I end up with? I have to look here and see what my dice roll were. But essentially it was a four, a four, and a three. So I could either mm-hmm. use one of those, I could use a four or a three, or I could combine two of those and get an eight or a seven. Or seven. Yep. Yeah. And I went with seven, which was a relic. And so uh turns out my father or my, I'm sorry, my great grandfather was also, um, a medic had medical background, my great grandfather. Right. And so, yep. uh, handed down through the generations is this hypodermic gun. Basically that's able to shoot <laughs> darts at a distance to, to heal up power, uh, to heal up people. So that's kind of where, uh, I used relic as my, as my power source. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, you'd uh get uh assign all your dice roll to the end of the background to any of the following powers. You have awareness, intuition, signature vehicle, signature weaponry. Uh and you can select from the elemental slash energy, materials, mobility, mm-hmm. psychic, or self-control power categories. So a lot of different options that you can choose. Uh what did you uh yeah, I went with for your so for my first item, I use signature weaponry. So that's my hypodermic gun. Right. And so I assigned that the D10. And then from, I think it was the psychic powers category, I went with precognition. So I could kind of tell what was going to happen to people ahead of time. And then okay. my last one was, I forget which one it came from, but it's absorption. So that like I could hopefully, yeah, so I could um, suck up uh, damage from people. All right. And uh, also uh, with this uh, power source, you get two uh, yellow abilities. Uh, so, so I went with, yeah, so for my relic, I went with Harvest Life Force. Attack using absorption uh, is the power that I chose for that one. Using your Mindai, take damage equal to your Mindai and one nearby ally recovers health equal to your max die for that one. And then my second one is magical shield. Uh, what does the R stand for? Range? Uh, reaction. Oh, no, that's a reaction. Reaction. Okay, yep. sorry. Action, reaction, and then interrupt. Okay. Uh, when yep. another hero in the yellow or red zone would take damage, you may defend them by rolling your single hypodermic gun die, which would be the D10. Now, uh, Keep in mind uh, when using the yellow abilities, each has to use a different power. Uh, so you'd actually have to choose a different uh, power instead of that signature. Yeah. So one is that. one is the absorption power, and the oh, other okay. One, so I can't use yeah, and then the other one is um, the hypodermic gun, right? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, I thought. Yep. Nope. That's okay. And, uh, you also get then, one uh, green ability. And so I went with draw power, boost yourself using absorption. That bonus is persistent and exclusive. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, would be that uh, power source. Uh, 
So Rob, uh, you were looking at the uh, supernatural. Yep. All right, and you also get a pretty beefy uh, list of options to choose uh, for your powers. Uh, list awareness, cold, electricity, fire, infernal, plants, presence, radiance, strength, transmutation, vitality, weather. Or you can also select from the list of mobility, psychic, or self-control categories. Any of those immediately spring to mind? Uh, electricity. Electricity, all to. right. See, so it's, I assign all the dice I rolled at the end, so I should have three dice that I get to assign to this, right? Yes. Yes. I believe it's a okay. D10, D8, D6. Yes. Sounds right. Uh, so I want to do presence and electricity, and then I didn't actually realize that I could grab from another category and hadn't looked at those other categories. So yeah, uh, mobility, psychic, or self-control. Psychic has animal control, illusion, precognition, postcognition, remote viewing, suggestion, telekinesis, telepathy, mobility, flight, leaping, momentum, swimming, swinging, teleportation, wall crawling, and self-control, absorption, density control, duplication, elasticity, intangibility, invisibility, part detachment, you shape-shifting, and size-changing. I yeah. like the part like, detachment. thing <laughs> Or any other limb, really. Yes. Uh, I kind of feel like absorption is where I'm leaning towards or what I want to be doing. Cool. Sounds appropriate. So there's okay. awareness, electricity, and absorption. Or was it awareness or presence? presence? I'm paying attention to myself. I believe awareness is a quality, not a power. No, no. Awareness is an intellectual power. I do find uh, the <laughs> qualifications that they put to either what's a quality or a power a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's like quality. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And I think that's on purpose. It's like, yeah, you like you, you can, you can have your character be Sherlock Holmes in a supernatural way or in a not supernatural mm. way. <laughs> Cause Sherlock Holmes is not supernatural. So it stands to reason ergo vis-a-vis it. Just pick what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A ten, an eight, and a six, huh? Right. Presence is ten, absorption is eight, and electricity is six. And uh, you also get to choose uh, two yellow powers. There's area healing, which uh, boosts an ally using power. Uh, you and nearby heroes in the yellow and red zones recover health equal to your men die. Uh, mass modification as an action booster hinder using the selected power and apply that mod to multiple close targets. Personal Going upgrade act the mass modification. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, each of these do have to have a different power. What uh, power are you going to tie to that ability? That will be presence. All right. That makes sense. And you can totally rename these abilities to be more on theme with your character as you like. You just might note what the original name was. And you do get to choose one more that has to have something other than presence. Uh, there's a personal upgrade. Boost yourself using power. Use your max die. That bonus is persistent and exclusive. Uh, reach through the veil. Eat when a nearby ally would take damage. Defend that ally by rolling your single status die. Move them elsewhere in the same scene. And that is a reaction. You want to think on those a bit? We can 
Yeah, he went either the area healing or the reach through the veil. Uh, Fair. I feel like area healing would be really fun for a metal band to just, like, the mosh pit can go absolutely friggin' bonkers mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> any damage. Nice. Right? Oh, Rob, only- you need to... You need to look ahead just a little bit, Rob. I think it's in the red powers. There's an option where you can create your own minions. <laughs> they can be your bandmates. Uh, yeah, they can be your bandmates or your uh, roadies or your mosh pit. Oh, boy. Any or all of the above could work. I mean, and there again, is the minion maker archetype, too. But that's that's yeah, what okay. I'm leaning towards just because that seems very me. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. But we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Sam, uh, do you have an idea of which route you're wanting to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at all these different powers, and it's kind of it's almost <laughs> overwhelming. Um, so, um, so I'm basically I mean, I'm at I, I'm at Alien now, and it's looking okay. at so I get to assign all dice, which I guess are I've got a D10, a D8, and D6 from. Um, my previous background, um, the interstellar background, to yep. any of the following powers, and there's an enormous list. Um, there is. So I'm trying to even figure out what's good. Um, well, and... so that's it's that big list of powers. Yeah, uh, they're just what like whatever you imagine that power to be, right? the The real is the real things are the like moves. Yeah, the abilities. So. So uh, yeah, think about basically when it comes to yeah. when it comes to the powers and qualities. Largely, that's just going to be how you're going to flavor your various actions. Oh right, so I thought I assumed I well, I was then scrolling down to the the like powers that those actually like I actually have to figure out like you know go back and like figure out whether I want like calculated dodge or um, right what's right. it called uh, major regeneration. So that, that's yeah. what I'm looking at is, is all of the different powers that I have the options of taking and trying to decide mm, which ones I want fair. because there are a million of them. There, there definitely is. There's a bunch, especially on this particular one. Since, uh, in addition to signature, signature vehicle and weaponry, you have one, two, three, four, five, six mm-hmm. categories you can choose from as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and a lot of them are like kind of similar, like which I guess is probably just to like yeah. allow you to have similar effects from different paradigms. So I'm yep. just trying to like avoid too much overlap. Um, there's just like so much going on. Um, so I, I have what not is, decided. Hmm? What is your power source? Uh, my power source is alien. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, you might uh, look at those a bit. Uh, do you have any idea of which of the uh, two of the abilities you want to select? Uh, yeah, I I picked halt and alien boost because I figured I at the the third one was very healy, and considering that um both Rob and um Stephen mentioned wanting to play healers, I feel like that didn't we didn't really need more healing. <laughs> Probably not. At a certain point, you're kind of running into uh, oh, action economy issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially with the, I don't know if you remember, but uh, the combats and encounters in this game have a definitive uh, timeline before. Right, yeah, so you kind of need to like <laughs> put put some punches out there. Yeah. I don't know, that definitive oh. timeline kind of kept uh, Absolute Zero running. <laughs> That's true. Just go into the red as soon as you can and but 
many of you. Uh, Stephen, uh, what did you, you, I guess we already went through yours, didn't we? Or no? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Relic. Relic. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rodrigo, uh, what did you choose for your, or have you chosen uh, archetype or uh, power source? Uh, yeah, power source is extra dimensional. Extra dimensional, right. Uh, do you... So, uh, yeah, so I got a D12, a D6, and a D6. Uh, so I put it at... Uh, and it's... Uh, the extra dimensional list of powers is pretty tall. Uh, but I went with uh, teleportation at D12, and then duplication and awareness at D6 each. Cool. So yeah, I see this guy and- basically opening portals and walking through and sometimes opening portals and like there's another one of him in the portal <laughs> that's sweet <laughs> and and obviously he's very attuned to dimensional nonsense so that's where the awareness comes from um as far as abilities right the 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 little yellow and green things are called abilities yeah um I get two yellow ones, so I'm going with Aura of Pain with Duplication. Um, So attack multiple targets using Duplication, then take Irreducible Damage equal to the number of targets hit. Uh, And then a Bizarre Strike using Teleportation. So attack using Teleportation. Uh, Use your Max Die, hinder that target with your Mid Die, and hinder yourself with your Mid Die. So some sort of wrestling with portal shenanigans that leaves everybody on the map. Um, <laughs> nice. And then uh, for my green, ab- I get one green ability, and I'm going to go with uh, extrasensory awareness uh, with awareness. Uh, so uh, when you would take damage, that would change your zone, defend against that damage by rolling your single quality die. So I get a, it's a reaction. So I get to like throw that in. Nice. Kind of help. So commit a damage at least. Yeah. Possibly more if uh your healing friends help you like get back over those thresholds and back down again like a certain sub or uh, absolute Well at least one of my powers deals damage to me. So I figure uh, this, yep. this will this might get me to hold the line. If if I if that power is very successful, I'm going to take a lot of damage. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh and so, Rob, have you, uh, or I guess, uh, Sam, have you made a power selection? So I'm thinking of taking dire control because that just sounds sweet, um, which is it lets you mind control a minion. Um, yes. Uh, uh, beyond that, I was thinking maybe um, impossible knowledge, which uh, at the start of your turn turns any penalty into a bonus. Um, uh, and I get one more at least just from uh, the alien ones, so I'm not sure what else I want to take. Maybe some kind of mobility power. Um, Like... You get shape-shifting? I don't get shape-shifting, which is bizarre. Does it it open... It it doesn't let you into the self-control category? Oh, wait, let me take a look. Um, Not alien, no. Oh, okay. That's weird. Uh, That that is a little weird that aliens don't get shape-shifting. Right? Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, Martian Manhunter has shapeshifter as his archetype or form changer. Right. Like he also has right. psychic, man. Transformer. Um, there we go. Oh, tra- that's transformer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I get like 
I mean, I guess I, let me think if any of these allow, yeah, it doesn't look like any of these allow for shape-shifting, which is bizarre. Maybe I should, because I, I, maybe I should take something besides. I could take uh, Form Changer instead of Psychic. I feel like that might be more interesting, considering that we're already got, like, a Psychic that very recently in Drifters, so. <laughs> True. Shape-shifting's fun. It is always fun. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, plus, this have... allows like this allows you like this system. I think allows you to play a shapeshifter that does not necessarily that like transmutation like uh, right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, archetype that is like very complex. You can. It's still more like I turn my hand into a giant fist and right, you know. right. Or you can grow in size and shrink in size, and it generally allows for that. I think. Yeah. Plus. Uh... You know, alien gives you psychic powers, anyways. So, like, I can still have be I can be Martian Manhunter, as you say, with like the the you know archetype of uh, um, shape changer, and then I can fit in in Earth. Uh, I'm thinking of taking, by the way, the um, naive personality or not naive, sorry, um, inquisitive personality trait. Oh, nice! That'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, the form changer it is definitely one of the more uh, mechanically heavy. Uh, archetypes. I mean that. I I feel like you'll be fine with it. Uh, yeah, I think I can handle it. Yeah, you're definitely not one I uh, have any concern about having issues with rules. Uh, Thank you, though. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so, yep. I uh, I mean, so if you want to hammer out those fine details, like within the coming yeah. weeks, that's fine because there's going to be quite a few options a lot. there. For sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh. The form changer. Uh, actually, I was looking back at Alien. There was also like some weird dice uh, manipulation. Yeah, so I get to like upgrade a power and stuff like that. Yeah, or you get to upgrade power. one quality, one power quality to D8. Or if you have no powers, instead add a new power, D6 from the list uh, at well, six. Yeah, but I, okay. I do have a D6. Well, actually, I I have this. Uh, I so I'll. I'll wind up with a D10 and two D8 powers from Alien, so I have to decide on a third power. But you have no D6. Power. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So you just uh. Yeah, well, because I have a D6, which then gets upgraded to a D8. Yeah, fair, and it's usually I would think just from a mechanical standpoint, usually better to upgrade dice rather than necessarily get yeah, new ones. Spread out too much. Yeah, because then those lower dice don't tend to get used too often unless it's a very particular situation. Mm-hmm. I brought... Yes, Rodrigo? Just a real quick correction. My uh, extrasensory awareness depends on a quality rather than a power, so I'm tagging it oh. to magical lore. That makes sense. Yeah. That's neat. So it says it's a, something not in the supernatural list. Does that include the ones from mobility, psychic, and self-control? I, I would assume so. There's no oh, above list. Let me go back to that. Oh, they're separated in this list anyways. Okay. Not me, but yes. So I think that's anything that's listed there. You have to choose yet something else. I can self control. I can't. And then all that. Oh my God. You can always just go with the uh, Hallmark and vent a power with the GM Sonic. Sonic? Okay. That, that, yeah, that, that makes sense. And the other is the power of rock. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is essentially what Sonic is here. Yes. 
Um, am I able to use that power for one of the two yellow abilities that I got? Or is that... I'd say, strictly by because, the way so it, it seems to be listed, I'm thinking no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I ended up going with the area healing using electricity. Okay. Well, form changing is sweet. I did not look closely <laughs> enough at how it works. It's freaking yeah, awesome. Super, super happy with on. this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if someone I thought would be good for that, I think you are one of the better players to be looking at that because I'm sure you could do yeah. some really interesting stuff with that mechanically. Yeah. So have fun with that. <laughs> and uh, Rob, are you uh, thinking the. Uh, we can move on. Do we go through everyone's uh, power source? I believe so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. All right. So, yeah, do, are, you, are you thinking the minion maker for your archetype? Yeah, that just seems way too on brand to uh, avoid. Right. And that is uh, definitely one of the more uh, mechanical heavy archetypes like Form Changer. However, with minion maker, most of that crunch seems to come during play. Uh, so yeah, you might uh, sometime within the next week. Uh, make sure to just uh, get the. Uh, create I guess a, you create do... a flow chart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of not necessarily a flow chart, but getting used to this. So there's the symbols or the icons in the powers, yeah. but the character sheet doesn't have like yeah. any way to easily put the icon in there. Yeah, so what you have to do... Boost or attack or uh, anything like that? Yeah, so what I did and what... Uh, there was a sample that I didn't send you guys. There was a sample um, of this. And they just use like B for boost, D for defense, A for you, attack. So you're looking at the PDF? Yeah. Sheet? The the roll yeah, 20 if sheet you go, does have the icons. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. And I do apologize. I just okay. realized I haven't gotten one to Sam there in roll twenty. So. Oh, thank you. That. Yeah, I was just using the one that uh, Stephen gave me, but that's probably better to just put stuff in roll twenty. So I'm taking a weird form and a strong form. Should my yellow form be agile, speedy, towering, or regenerating? Switch form. So many options. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would go with towering. I know, right? It's it's hard harder to resist. Is it? I mean, unless it just like exists in too much of the same space as the strong form. No, strong is just like a consistent attack using power. Use your max die, whereas towering is attack multiple targets using a power. Yeah. Nice. And then weird is like a reactive one. Mm-hmm. There we go. I should also say now, if you really want to get uh, in the weeds on making uh, different forms. You might check out the modular archetype instead of form changer. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, but I think that I, I like form changer. Okay, fair enough. Excellent. All right. Uh, but uh, otherwise, so uh, Rob, with your minions. Yes. Right. And so, yeah, you do get uh, assigned one or more of the dice uh, from your archetype. Uh, to more powers, duplication, inventions, part detachment, robotics, uh, elemental energy powers, or materials. It's 2d10s and a d6, right? Um, supernatural. Yeah. Yep, 2d10s and a d6. 
And then you also have information or mental qualities. Now you have to assign at least one to one of those okay, powers. So And then you can use any number of the rest for either those powers or uh, the information or mental qualities. Duplication self, specifically? Or can I do that with whatever? I think uh, generally it'd probably be self, uh, but I mean, it kind of depends on what abilities you do to, uh, I mean, you can definitely theme it as copies of other people. I mean, I'd say it just kind of is up to you. Are you wanting to make copies of other people? I mean, like, uh, you know, the archetypal <laughs> minion maker within Sentinels of the Multiverse is Unity, and is, she tends to make yeah. robots themed off of her teammates. Yeah. Uh, so, it no, I'm just looking that kind of thing. The other the inventions, part detachment, and robotics just don't seem right. And I've already got two elemental powers. <laughs> Fair. Electricity and Sonic. Uh, you could go materials could go and get rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably what I'm going to do is go with stone, and I'm going to put that as the six. That's fair. Get qualities with the two D10s. Not a bad plan. From information and mental. Okay. Just out of curiosity, what is your creativity at? Uh, my creativity is a D8 and my leadership's a D10. Ah. So you think you might I be uh, theming your... Those. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah. Go ahead and ask. Uh, because uh, basically on page 88 you get the number of qualities that you can choose for your minions based on whatever related uh, quality you are tying to your minion making ability. If you go with like, there's 12 options. So if you have a D10 in that, you you know basically have all but two. So again, that might be something you just look at in the meantime, make sure you got that like printed out or somewhere easily accessible during play. Right. (laughs) You're just going to basically have those abilities, probably getting a high enough bonus to scrap and turn into a minion is going to be the harder part. The more limiting part, you just uh, straight up get the two green abilities to list there, make minion and power up, and uh, you gain one yellow ability, and you get additional options for your red abilities, too. But you don't actually get to choose one of those at this point to actually choose the red powers. Right. <laughs> uh, so I want to do otherworldly mythos. All right. And oh, I should probably have that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the quality, esoteric quality, yeah. I assume. Yeah, that's an information quality, right? Information. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, let me let me switch out magical lore for otherworldly mythos. That is fair. Yeah, I know what happened. I was going to take both of those, and then I was like, oh, I'll take imposing for social, and then one of them fell off. <laughs> that's happened sometimes. I don't know what other one I would want out of this list. Well, you can always uh, choose yet another power, too. Yeah. I just put them all in powers or more know. powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Again, like, like once I've you start getting wide enough. Powers. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, will go with another power. We'll do Infernal. I have an idea. All right. I know when my identity needs to be kept secret. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like to share with the class? Uh, something, something, Prince of Hell, something, something. What is wrong with you, Rob? The only at the crossroads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to lean into right. one of those things in some way, shape, or form. I just don't know exactly which yet. Fair enough. Uh, so, Stephen, what did you choose for your archetype? Well, I, again, went with the I'm going to roll the dice method. And so I got to roll a 10, a 10, and a 6. And so I rolled a 6, a 2, and a 6. So that gave me a 6, an 8, a 12, or a 2. And of those, I went with a 6, close quarter combat, as my as my archetype. I figure if I've got to get in to heal people, I'm probably going to have to do some punching as well. Interesting. All right, and and uh, so, so. Uh, yeah, so it says assign one of the dice you rolled at the end of the power to the close combat quality. So I have close combat, which I assign my D10. And um, and then I get to choose one or more of the remaining dice for my power. So I used, I believe, gadgets and fitness because, you know, I'm a doctor. So, um, you know, got to be got to be fit. Uh, so I went gadgets with my D10 and fitness for a D6. Sounds cool. And then for the three, I get three green abilities. So I went with a defensive strike, uh, defend using uh, absorption, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, defend using technology and attack using my men die. And then I went with a precise strike, attack using close combat. That's the D10. Ignore all penalties on this attack. Ignore any defend actions, and it cannot be affected by reactions or precise strike. Nice. And then I figured I might, and and really to kind of roll into my fitness ability, I uh, my last one that I chose was throw minion, attack a minion uni- using fitness. Uh, whatever that minion rolls as a defense attacks another target of my choice. <laughs> nice. And then and then. F- yeah, so I can just pick somebody up and swing them and throw. Pick a guy and hit him with someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, it says gain one of the above abilities as a yellow ability using a different power or quality from your green abilities. And so I went with, if I did this right, I went with a dual strike, uh, attack one target using gadgets, which would be my D10. Did your uh, defensive strike use gadgets? My defensive strike uses technology. Technology. Okay. So you have both technology and gadgets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Okay. I should have a lot of I should have a lot of gadgets. So fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh Rodrigo, what were you thinking for your archetype? Uh let's see. My archetype is uh it's transporter. Ah. What's so your portals? Yeah, I'm going to lean into the portals there. Uh, so let's cool. see. I was coming in with a D6 and a D12. Um, so I'm going to put a, D, a D12 into strength from the athletic powers category. Um, and a D6 into close combat from the physical qualities category. I, I kind of want to reverse those. But then everything this class or everything this archetype gives me is keyed on a power. Like I can't, oh. I don't have the option to do a quality. So um I get uh two yeah, what does of, that mean? 
so like so many of my things say like boost all nearby allies using power like does that mean that i'm one of those things from your powers list yeah you choose one of the entries on your powers list and that yeah and and so i I assign that now yeah yeah yeah. that character creation and it's pretty much locked in until yeah, and, and very, very often they'll be like, it has to be, like, if you get two things, they'll be like, it has to be two different powers. Sure. So you don't just spam your, your strongest power, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I am taking for my green, I get two green abilities using two different powers. Uh, I'm taking Displacement Assault using Strength and Mobile Assist using Teleportation. Um, and then I get to use take one of those as a yellow ability. So I'm taking mobile dodge, uh, which is just a reaction and doesn't have an ability tied to it. Fair enough. Or a quality or a power. And then I got uh, 2d10s going forward. Cool. And also an expertise principle. And an expertise Again, principle, like... yeah. Yep. So uh, as far as my principles, I... I, I still might change them, but uh, the first one, I think I'll take the principle of the nomad. Um, and then I'll take the principle of mastery for the second one. Fair enough. Uh, for my responsibility principle, I went with the veteran, just, you know, somebody who's seen a lot of uh, medical, you know, emergencies. So that allows me to overcome a tactical challenge using knowledge of a previous conflict and use your max die. Uh, you and each of your allies gains a hero point. Excellent. And uh, was there any uh, things we need to uh, nail down before we move on, Rob or Sam? No, I think I'm just assigning things, but I've got a good feel for it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I you think we could that my yellow ability from Minion Maker, yeah. but yeah, that's something you can. It's mostly because typing this out takes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That is definitely fair. Well, uh, yeah, basically beyond that, the uh, next step would be to go on to uh, select a personality. Uh, these basically determine your status die and uh, give you usually some other quality or power and determine what your out ability is. Basically, what uh, your character is capable of eking out if they're uh, reduced to zero hit points in a fight. There's a good number of those. Lone Wolf, Natural Leader, Impulsive, Mischievous, Sarcastic, Distant, Stalwart, Fast-Talking, Inquisitive, Alluring, Stoic, Nurturing, Analytical, Decisive, Jovial, Cheerful, Naive, Apathetic, Jaded, and Arrogant. Uh, Stephen, what did you choose for your personality? I brought two D10s forward and rolled them both and rolled threes on both of them. (laughs) So I could either be impulsive or I could be distant. And I decided to go with distant, which um, uh, I'll roll into something called Dr. Nerd introvert here in a little bit. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I went with I went with distant as my. um, uh, Oh, that's my. uh, So under distance says make up a quality based on your hero's backstory, because, you know, my parents grew up watching 80s television. I kind of had to watch all that stuff, too. Too busy studying, trying to get into medical school, all that good stuff. So, hence, that is Dr. Nerd Introvert, who gets a D8. And then um, and then it says, the out ability that I have is boost an ally by rolling your single red status die. And then for my status die, I have a D10 for green, 
a D8 for yellow and a D6 for red. And then I get to choose two red abilities uh, for my character. So the first one that I went mm-hmm. with is uh, give time, boost another hero using my hypodermic gun. If that hero has already acted for a turn, use your max uh, die. That hero loses health equal to your min die. That hero acts next in turn order. And then I went with uh, my second one is resurrection. Once per issue, if you would go to zero health, uh, roll gadgets plus medicine plus red zone die, um, your health becomes that number. So that should boost me back up quite a bit. Yeah. So gadgets, I, uh, gadgets is a D10 and medicine is a D10. I have Although, a rules question when you have a chance, but go on. Yeah. Uh, however, noting, uh, I was just going to say state that uh, the status dice that you get for being distant is D10 in green, D8 in yellow, and a D6 in red. So, uh, mm-hmm. apparently Tad is a character that uh, maybe has trouble keeping up when things are getting grim. Yeah. Which I guess might work into his... Isn't that, opposite, isn't that opposite of the way a lot of the other powers go? Usually it starts with a low roll die and then works up to uh, a high roll die. Well, it depends on, you know, the personality. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. That just makes a interesting narrative uh, influence there. So, yeah, my, yeah. my question is, a lot of powers themselves say, like, attack using power. So, am I attacking using a different power? Or, so if, like, I have, like, un... Sorry, go on. There's both. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, some of them start out high and then get lower, and some of them start out low and then get higher. So choose something from your powers list. Yeah, and mechanically too, right? It's like you, some some characters or some players are going to definitely want to stay out of the red. Some players are going to dive for it, right? Depending on what you what you've got going on. So like, so like, all right, unerring strike is an intellectual power, and it says attack so, using power. So powers so that are mean? are that list, like teleportation, but, but unerring and awareness, strength, right? Your ability says it's a power. Oh, it's a red ability. Into okay. That ability. This this like, is like very. Your ability is a little. I see. Okay. Like multi-square uh, thing. Because like it says using red power. abilities, but then so it's you also would, you could plug in the, like the step five abilities for transmutation powers, yeah. or whatever you got. Exactly. So I was like, wait, but I thought it's the power, and then okay, got it. Thank you. No, unerring strike is an ability. Yeah, and and depending on your ability, some of them will either say yep. power yep. slash quality, so you can use. Got either list to plug plug those in. So all right. So uh, makes sense. Uh, do you know uh, what you're thinking of there for your personality there, Sam? Yeah, I was going to go inquisitive because I'm very curious about life on Earth. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, uh, you get to also pretty much everyone's going to be able to make up a quality based on your backstory and assign it a D8 in most cases. Uh, do you know what uh, that quality will be? Uh, I don't know, something about like being in witness production, but I hadn't really figured that out yet. Fair enough. And uh, you also get the ability to choose an ally until your next turn. That ally may re-roll one of their dice by using a reaction. And uh, this is one that steps up as the status uh, goes down. So you have a green status die of D6, yellow a D8, and red a D10. You get to two, choose two red abilities. Uh, have you uh, looked at the uh, those options there? Uh, 
not really. I'm still trying to pick out all my different powers. But um, and uh, you know, since that is another thing that has quite a bit of different options there, uh, yeah, you might just have to look at that at later time. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, I was also yeah, kind of struggling with like my uh, principle because I didn't feel like any of them super fit what I was going for. So I might want to make something up. Fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you need to make something up or, you know, just choose something from a different category that it specifies, I do not have an issue with that. Cool. And, uh, Rob, uh, do you got uh, an idea for your character's personality? I kind of want to go nurturing. Nurturing? Okay. Yeah. Interesting but pick. The And the quality would be something along the lines of uh, conflicting person or conflicting Ideals, or not ideals. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Like the outward expression is way different from, but I don't know how to put that succinctly. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, something to think on. Uh, that's definitely interesting, and uh, I also find it neat that apparently uh, nurturing has the status die of d six, d six, d twelve. Yeah. So, Nice. Pretty mediocre until things really start buckling down. That's when your that's when your babies are in trouble. Yes. <laughs> and you also get to choose two red abilities, but uh being a minion maker, uh you have the option of choosing some red abilities from that particular archetype rather than the general red ability list. So you have a few more options than everyone else, in fact. In addition to just your sheer number of powers that you have to choose from. So yeah, you might uh, look through those as well. Uh, Rodrigo, uh, what did you choose for personality? Uh, my personality is decisive. Nice. Um, so that's, there it is. Yep, that's going to be D8s all the way down. Yep, D8s all the way down, and uh, your out ability is boosting ally by rolling your single power die. And yep. Uh, yep, two red abilities as well. No real twist there. Uh, did you uh, have an idea what you chose for your uh, red abilities? Uh, so I've got one, which is uh, specialized info from information qualities. So it's uh, overcome using quality user max plus men die. So I'll do like otherworldly mythos for that. Nice. Um, and then I, I haven't gotten to the next one. Um, as far as the quality that I get to make up, I was thinking of something like cosmic known quantity. <laughs> like, like, it, you know, Transdimensional horrors, time travelers, and stuff like know about this guy, and he might have met them already. Excellent. So yeah, he's like he's like a constant. Maybe, maybe I don't want to say constant because he actually just retired. But yeah, something like that. Cosmic known quantity. Excellent. All right, and uh, basically mechanically, the basically the last uh, step would be to. Uh, do what's called a retcon here. Uh, basically, let you uh, fudge or reallocate some things. Uh, so you can choose one of the following. You can swap two dice within your powers, swap any two dice within your qualities, choose a different power quality used in, for one of your abilities, add any D6 power quality from any category, uh, increase your red status die by one size up to a maximum of D12, Change either your principles to any other principle or gain an extra red ability. Uh, typically, I would suggest uh, 
from your mechanical standpoint, if you don't have a D12 in your red status die, to go ahead and pump that up, as that will also increase your hit points as well. Well, you're yeah, uh, I was up, just doing this so wrong. Size. I was just not looking at the right powers and quality sections. Sorry. I was, oh. I was just looking straight at it. I was looking at all the red abilities as opposed to that little ah. small chart up at the top. That that changes so much. So much. But that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm sure you can. Oh, yeah. It's easy to figure out now. So, But that, that makes me happier. So I'm thinking of taking both Deep Space Knowledge and Criminal Underworld info. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So like maybe the, uh, I don't know, maybe this city has like a deep seedy, seedy underbelly of aliens, like Men in Black style. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Uh, sounds like that uh, Ashport may be a, uh, something of a intake location. Yeah, exactly. Like for what, like there's like it's, uh, a, Maybe that's also part of why uh, Nexo has come here. Is it's like a place where lots of beings from different worlds congregate for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cosmopolitan place. And uh, so, yeah, uh, you might do that again if you don't have the uh, D twelve or uh, red status die. You might just consider pumping those up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen, what did you choose to retcon? Well, well, I guess I wasn't paying attention to that one because I guess I could take my red D6 and bump it up to a D8, but I thought about giving myself another red power. You could do that. Yeah, so I went with impenetrable defense for my extra red power. Defend using absorption with max plus mid-die mid against all attacks against you until your next turn. So that would just... I think it does... The, essentially, would do the same thing as boosting up my red die, protecting me from taking damage. Yeah, I mean, and uh, also I feel like maybe you not having the most uh, optimal uh, status die array makes it uh, kind of fits with your being the most normal here. Yeah. When things really start getting weird and the pressure's on, that's uh, when you're not the best and you're just really trying to keep everyone up, very possibly yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, all right, uh, Rodrigo, did you uh, know if you wanted to switch anything around or boost up that? Uh, so it increases it by one size, right? So I could get yep. a D10 in the red. That's correct. Um, that that seems like the smartest thing to do. Um, but it but it does uh, wreck the uh, the fact that I just have D8s all the way down. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do that, and um, boost my. Uh, it's also like the easiest thing that means I don't have to like go in and start looking for stuff again. Uh, so I'll boost my D8, my red D8 to a D10. And I guess this uh, recon does have the option of change either of your principles to any other principles. So Sam, you were saying that none of them really seem to fit there. So if you do, okay, want to great. To, yeah. Take something yeah, I that. might wind up taking like the underworld one, which is not like an esoteric mm. principle, but I think would probably work for the character. That's fair. So you could always just do that instead of one of the other mechanical options. And uh, Rob, I mean, you pretty much, if with your uh, nurturing qual- or personality, you would already have the D12 in your red. So you would have to choose one of these yeah. other options for your retcon. <laughs> 
do you have an idea of what you're wanting to go with your character there? Um, there's a good chance that I'm just going to choose a different power or quality used in one of my abilities Fair. once I figure out what all my red abilities are. That's true. Or you uh, can, you know, take yet another red just ability. Gain an extra red ability. Yeah. yeah, just take all of them from Minion Maker. Uh, oh, we only get two to start so, with, right? Yeah, you normally get two red abilities. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Minion Maker has the option of three red abilities that you can take instead of the standard list. Yeah. So, but <laughs> if that is something you, you want to do, all you three can, of them. Yeah. Or you might look and see what's actually in those other lists, and there might be stuff there that mm-hmm. key into your theme. Probably will be something to look into over time. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's uh, mostly it for the actual nitty-gritty of uh, character creation. You do have to uh, tally up what your final hit points would be, which in this system it would be a D8 plus maximum value of red status die plus maximum value of any one of your athletic powers or mental qualities. If you happen to not have any, it's a D4. And then uh, it would usually be a roll of an eight, but I'm just going to go with the option of plus four instead of the roll, just so you don't have to worry about random health. And uh, yeah, that's it uh, for mechanical. You'd, uh, there's a chart that helps you determine what your uh, green, yellow, red uh, status is uh, based on health. And yeah, that. Uh, the most part is just uh, fleshing out uh, your character's backstory and information and appearance and all that. So uh, I am kind of curious, Rob. Do you have an, uh, so an idea like exactly how your character? So you, is your character? Do they make some sort of deal with the devil to get the cool rocking powers? Uh, I'm thinking more child of the devil to get the cool rocking powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. And that's why the identity being kept secret is so important. Mm, I see. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Rob, daughter of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome to the Solifuge. As long as we don't have any talking teratomas, that's fine. Athletic powers or mental qualities. So, Stephen, uh, so you uh, inherited the relic that you got? Yeah, uh, not everybody in the family was a doctor, but uh, it was impressed upon me to become a doctor. And so my great-grandfather um, had this in his old medical collection. And so when I graduated medical school, I got his old medical bag. And inside that was the um, was the, uh, the hypodermic gun. Interesting. And so is this like an old steampunky kind of thing or... Uh, it is, yeah, I guess you could think of it as more of a steampunky thing. So let's see, uh, that'd be what three generations. So that would be, and no, it would probably be like, uh, yeah, almost, I would say it's, it's almost like, um, 1950s, um, retro futurism kind of gun looking thing. Neat. <laughs> like stuff you would have would have seen as uh this will be the future of you know whatever as seen from the the 1950 newsreel so it's kind of like really smooth and curved and it's got like these little whooshes things and little vents and a little uh you know it's got a little um for the opening it's got the little antenna with the uh 
ball on the front of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it looks like that zap gun that you might just, you might see from the, this is what your future will be. Nice. And it's a, and it's kind of a red chromey color. <laughs> and you have uh kind of retrofitted other gadgets from that. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, uh, around my, um, uh, waist, I have a, a belt of just all these little cartridges that I can pop in there for different, different things. You know, if I'm trying to defend somebody or trying to revive somebody or trying to, uh, you know, give them a boost or a heal, uh, I've got these little cartridges that I can slot in there and fire those off. Nice. And of course I've got the other doctor stuff around me. So that's would be the technology. So, you know, I've got a super hearing, uh, stethoscope and I've got a blood pressure cuff of plus 20, um, you know, snap your arm off sun kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's what I've got on the technology side. Sounds good. And, uh, so we pretty much, uh, I think, uh, gone through your story there, Sam, uh, basically, uh, alien immigrant from another world. He somehow got wrapped up into shady dealings. Did you go with the psychic route? No, I went with form changer. Oh, okay. So didn't go get, grab any psychic powers at all. Oh no! Um, I actually still do have psychic powers, so I have um, what's okay. it called? Uh, I have telepathy, and telepathy. so I have telepathy, suggestion, flight, shape shifting, and I'm still trying to figure out two more. Fair. And so, uh, you still thinking that maybe you uh, mentally overheard something you shouldn't have? And yeah, exactly. And <laughs> uh, and now I'm on on the run. Yes, very interesting. And uh, and also, uh, similarly, I think we went through uh, Rodrigo's character's backstory, Nexo's uh, former uh, guardian of the crossroads, and has since retired, uh, relinquished his post to someone else, and mm-hmm. is now apparently in Ashport. Yeah. Trying to find um, a new life. Are you are you the reason that Rob got through? Um, I mean, there could be something there. It could be, it could be the reason why, uh, however old Rob's character is plus nine months, something got through. (laughs) Mm, Okay. I mean, I would, uh, there's been a previous uh, character that has something to do with, uh, you know, Land of the Dead and Crossroads, uh, within our previous superhero games. Uh, you think there may have been any connection with, uh, Jetstar? Uh yeah, I was uh I was thinking about that and I thought maybe it would be cool if there was like a okay, so like there's this like uh kid who's like a damn fear, right? Mm-hmm. And he's being stupid and he's being like a villain and then uh basically he gets uh in trouble with some other cosmic entities and then Jetstar and Nexo have to like help him out and in the process like the kid becomes a new guardian of the crossroads just because like either he showed himself to actually be a good person or something like that or or showed wisdom or something and then that you know kind of unexpectedly relinquishes Nexo from his uh from his job so now he uh he's kind of been basically taking odd superhero jobs working his way north since then. So that also gives us some time between the now where like Jetstar is like frozen in time with like a 
super robot coming at his head and uh, <laughs> and you know Nexo basically having some time to to kick around the um probably the yeah the Pacific side of Mexico up to all the way up to uh was Ashport yes all right uh sounds good uh, anyone else have any uh final thoughts or details they want to hammer in oh um i think when i have have uh, my guy that uh principal of the veteran also have had seen some medical duty in combat uh not necessarily superhero stuff so that's maybe ties into you know the principal of the veteran um even though i can remain clear-headed under intense combat situations as my character drops maybe there's some ptsd stuff because my major twist is how are you withdrawing from the current conflict might fit in there as well that's um, fair and i i have a I, i'm sorry i have a burning question yes sir does steven actually have any healing powers <laughs> that's the thing right uh as we go through here i can harvest the life force i can protect you but there's not really anything and i can boost you but there is nothing in here that gives anybody okay. um, health numbers. Okay. So, all right. Well, as long yeah, as there's something I, I that can, can kind of can be turned that way. I mean, that, that that's fine. I was just like, yeah, just kind of thinking back on it, and I'm like, just because of the archetypes that you ended up picking, I'm like, I don't know that there's mm -hmm. any healing in any of those. Yeah, and that that was my big frustration too, because I was going by. Let me just roll the strict die. I think there's an option when you're doing it the way I did it that you could re-roll one, one set again or one die again yeah. to get a, a different number, but... Yeah, it does give you the option to re-roll at every step if you want and, yeah, take the yeah. second set. But, uh... Yeah, but I, I just said, well, what can I do with this with this thing? And as I got to the end, I was like, well, I don't have a whole lot of healing, but I do have defensive stuff and I do have... Sure, sure. Uh, ...boosts that I can give people and hero points that I can give people, so... Yeah. That's... That's my deal. And, uh, I mean, it, they don't, uh, at least I wasn't finding it, like I have an archetype that seems to be particularly fitted for healer. I think yeah. largely because mm -hmm. healers don't heal. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, superheroes that you see really healing. Yeah. I mean, no, that's, no, that's like, that's, that's your first hallmark of like, is this an actual superhero game, right? If you, pop it if you pop open your superhero game and there's like all this stuff about how you heal or like what yeah. what healers do you're like yeah actually these guys that this guy's this misunderstood the assignment yeah yep yeah. yeah 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 so i i don't know how you guys went in approaching this i went in this you know i saw everybody uh sharing ideas back and forth and i was just like well i've not played anybody in a healer class so i just went from i want to play somebody in a healer thing here's this idea and then I went in and did the character creation, kind of trying to conform right. what my dice rolls were to the options that I had based on those dice rolls. And that's kind of where I ended up with this guy who's more of a mm, protector than a healer, I guess, would be the thing. And I feel like it uh, that kind in of any case, makes sense, giving the scope of combat. I mean, like we can definitely have you administering first aid and healing during sure. uh, between scenes. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. and i wear a big uh, long basically i look like a mad scientist because i because ha i have these big thick like welder goggle mad scientist goggles 
and um long white uh lab coat with big black gloves um as as my costume nice yeah i haven't come up with like my name name yet but i'm gonna be i think my superhero name will be the visitor i like it nice i like that uh have you uh thought of a name for your character rob i have not yet i was going to go dive into mythology sometime over the week Okay, uh, well, Raven. Go Damien with Raven. Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No notes. Don't, I would say go watch Hellstrom for inspiration, but don't watch that show. That show's bad. Oh no! Yeah, no, is it? Boo! Real, real bad. Wow. Now, I, I I will say, um, if you guys want, and this is for the listeners, not necessarily you guys, there is a PDF that you can get. Uh, that is uh, form fillable. And so you can get your character sheet and just put everything in. And uh, I found that very helpful when I was creating uh, my character. But as you've already heard, Roll20 also has the Sentinels Comics RPG character sheet in there that then interacts directly with, um, with the game. So if you need to roll something, you just click on your power and it'll roll everything for you. Yeah. You don't have to do the slash R or anything like that. So that's also really helpful for those of you who are uh, using Roll20 a, a lot. And we use that here at Major Spoilers uh, for Critical Hit. We use Roll24, I think, just about every game except Fiasco? Or did we use no, that? No, we used it for Fiasco, we used it in Fiasco. Wow, did, did we also use it in Inspectors? Yes, yeah. yes we did. All right, well, see, there you go. Use it for everything. This it's is a Roll20.net. <laughs> yes, it is. Roll20.net. There you go. Uh, anything else, Brian? I think uh, that's good for now. Uh, again, the, those of you that still have some final details, do get those to me before next week. Uh, otherwise, I'm ready and excited to see how all these guys get together and what kind of adventures they end up going on. Neat. Oh, man. Pacific Northwest. I, I think uh, we are going to, I think, uh, what is it? Ashland or Ashport? Ashport. Has Ashport. stolen Portland's motto. Keep Ashport weird. I think that's what it should be, right? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. We will be back next week to see how all of this comes together or, you know, explodes disastrously in our faces. Uh, If you have any questions, drop them to us at podcast at majorspoilers.com. Don't forget to check out our Discord server that you can come and hang out. There's a couple of critical hit uh, channels over there, RPG channels as well, if you want to... Just ask questions, find other RPGers, uh, that kind of stuff. And then finally, if you want to uh, see our shows continue far into the future, we would really appreciate your support in 2022. I would like to see half of our listeners become silver level members at the least in 2022. So if you can swing five bucks a month, five dollars a month for all this entertainment that we've been bringing you for over a decade now, uh, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. I think you will find that your money, it goes into good hands because you're going to hear episodes a week early and maybe two weeks early. If we get half of you uh, to sign up and maybe some other things, you're going to have to find out more patreon.com slash major spoilers. So until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are all max dies. <laughs> This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.